world hovered modern be blessed by the divine and dear friends today we will talk about the secret of immunity and kayakalpa yoga conquering death has been the goal of all people across all cultures across all times our swami ji's wisdom siddhas wisdom is the answer to our search for eternal youth happiness health and wisdom this is what we are going to discuss today our siddhas have realized from the reproductive process that the sexual glands are endowed with god's power to create and god's intelligence to organize life our swami ji in fact called god as the primordial source of energy so therefore energy itself is god god is our life force in an evolved transformative state which animates all living things and this is the motor of all the creative process god is the intelligence and therefore swami ji called it as consciousness which engineers life and gives healing ability to the body to repair itself dear friends the body is therefore a self diagnostic self healing system it can find out where it is going wrong and it can repair itself correct itself heal itself cure itself doctors medicines don't cure our body the body cures by itself isn't that a fantastic thing to know that you really don't need a doctor the sexual glands are the source of our life our siddhas felt that these glands could also be used as a source of vitality or life force for their own bodies and discovered the methods of wisdom for this purpose such a method is our kayakalpa yoga with this method we can revitalize ourselves with this kundalini energy living energy and promote self healing to its full power by energizing the whole body from head to toe we can eventually incarnate god's nature to the fullest this is the process of longevity and eventually immortality the secret of siddha wisdom is quite different from the clinical or behavioral medicinal sciences that many people currently study and practice the siddhas wisdom the kayakalpa yoga's secret knowledge is embedded in a series of techniques that harmonize with the natural inclinations of the body and awaken the intuitive and spiritual centers 
it does not stop at the stage of ordinary sexual indulgence which is the only focus of many people today unfortunately many negative beliefs have arisen around sex in modern life many people think that the word sex itself is dirty or sinful because they have no understanding of how sexual energy relates to spirituality some religions set aside sex and advocate celibacy to heighten spiritual awareness but guilt and celibacy result in the atrophy of the sexual glands our siddhas teach that exercising the sexual glands as if they were another part of the body which of course it is they are will preserve the hormone nutrition and energy levels and bring direct benefit to the body thereby protecting the body from disease and deterioration and open the doors to higher levels of spirituality most religions only worship god they provide beautiful words pictures statues mantras but they do not provide a direct tangible experience of god only swami ji has enlightened us that god is everywhere and can be experienced everywhere if one has been blind one cannot fully understand the meaning of the word light without experiencing love and compassion you cannot fully understand the meaning of the word god to experience love is to experience god experiencing love brings mankind closer to god but unfortunately even the meaning of the word love has been contorted and confused in today's world our siddhas has given us in the science of kayakalpa yoga words of wisdom it is a refreshing solution to reconcile people's common dilemma between their sexual instincts and their spiritual aspirations on one hand some social influences promote the sexual instincts at the animalistic level only in fact even some doctors recommended go ahead indulge in sexual act go ahead indulge in masturbation and many people even ask me this question in live sessions such as this how come the doctors are recommending indulgence in sexual act on a regular basis but how come our siddhas our swami ji has told us to maintain moderation and discipline preparing oneself towards complete celibacy let's try and find answers for that today some religions of course completely ban or debase sexual activity hoping to promote a spiritual orientation away from these animalistic instincts neither is a possible solution one cannot go on indulging in sexual act and succeed in spiritual progress 
nor can one completely abstain from sexual activity and and succeed in spiritual progress people who have attempted to abstain from sexual activity have died of sperm poison one such saint has lived in india who died at a very young age because of sperm poison many of you may know that person kayakalpa yoga eliminates this dilemma between this sexual instincts and sexual activity and spiritual progress it has given us a window through which we can understand that there is a beautiful link between these two longer happier healthier and wiser lives can be attained through the practice of kayakalpa yoga this is so because our ancient siddhas were not ethereal abstract philosophers so they were very practical people who discarded a technique when it did not work and who only developed and used techniques that did work unfortunately these techniques had remained dormant or almost lost for centuries fortunately this has been rediscovered by our guru yogira shri vedatri maharishi and he has gifted us this wonderful art of kayakalpa yoga people die from two things disease and deterioration of cells this is normal death not accidental death or suicide and murder and things like that now when a person normally dies it's either because of disease or because of deterioration of cells to prevent disease one must protect the immune system when one does not incur small diseases one will not incur moderate diseases when one does not incur moderate diseases one will not incur serious diseases when one incurs no serious diseases one will never die this is the natural gift of life which is immunity in other words if we keep the resistance of our body high we will not be affected by germs or viruses no coronavirus no covid-19 needs to be worrying us if only we maintain our body's immunity high a person who is weak and lacks resistance can be killed by just one coronavirus one covid-19 one germ one bacteria one virus is enough to prevent deterioration one must be reborn even jesus christ has talked about it when he said one cannot get into the kingdom of god without rebirth it doesn't mean that you have to be born again in another body but you have to be reborn every day in your same body how do you do that rebirth in this context is based on the theory that sexual energy the ojas is capable of producing life but can also be used for rejuvenating old cells if one can make oneself pregnant in a spiritual sense not in a physical sense whether it is a male or female pregnant with 
transmuted spiritual energy from the sexual energy one can give old cells new life isn't that what is called as rebirth in one sense aging is the result of deterioration death or non replacement of cells a newborn baby is fresh because every cell in the baby's body is fresh if our cells are always fresh we will not age and we will not die both prevention of disease and prevention of deterioration can be achieved through the practice of kayakalpa yoga why kayakalpa yoga is effective against disease and deterioration let us now think a little bit more about it in detail medical science concentrates on one approach to healing you know what they do is they approach it like a classical approach to warfare they find a germ they kill it they find a bacteria they kill it they find a virus they kill it uh, that is why they have antibiotics and other medicines but our swami ji has told us that it is best to prevent disease in the beginning itself our siddhas did not study disease our swami ji did not study disease he studied life he studied health and how to maintain them this is a very basic difference between our vedatrian way of life and the modern english medicine way of life of course both the siddhas in the past and our swami ji knew how to heal after all swami ji was a ayurveda doctor himself it was necessary for them to learn and practice medicine many siddhas were also siddha doctors they knew the functioning of the human body but their main concern was to prevent disease to prevent their followers from ever contracting a disease in the first place this is why siddhas have developed other methods of healing the purpose of such methods is to increase longevity not to get bogged down in fighting disease our siddhas knew today the modern scientists and the doctors also know that there are hundreds of millions of different kinds of germs bacteria and viruses and that it was pointless to try to develop ways to kill them all it's not possible to kill these viruses corona virus for instance what has come now as covid 19 is i believe the seventh or the eighth strain of corona virus even the common cough and cold is caused by a coronavirus strain only so it's a family of viruses so today what has come is the uh, next generation member of the same coronavirus uh, gene pool or the coronavirus family this coronavirus is called the novel coronavirus it's a it's a new coronavirus it's a it's an innovative coronavirus and therefore it is called the novel coronavirus but our siddhas realize that the only sensible approach is to keep the body healthy so it can resist all of its intruders as a result a very detailed and complete preventive method emerged thousands of years ago which is still very practical for our use today the human body is like an electric battery it needs energy to function at its functional best it needs 
a maximum amount of energy. What happens if you, as a human battery, do not have enough energy in your system? Let us say that you have only 70% of your full energy capacity. You usually instantly feel miserable, tired and you want to go to bed. If you are only 50% full, you will end up in a hospital. If only 20% energy is left, you will be under intensive care, ICU. And at 0%, the battery is empty and you are dead. If you were to go to a funeral and pay your last respects to the disease, the person who is dead, he might look just the same as always. The only difference between him and you would be that his battery was dead. His body would lay unanimated. His spirit or life or energy would be gone. He would have no juice, no electricity left. That is why in the Kayakalpa Yoga principle, it is necessary for us to keep our battery full always, to keep recharging ourselves continually. You may have heard the comment, my resistance is down. This statement indicates that the person has less than 100% of his charge of energy. He is tired, run down and susceptible to cold, illness, virus, fever, dysentery etc. As soon as we open our eyes in the morning, we begin depleting energy. Every daily activity we ordinarily do will deplete our battery, weaken our immune system and finally lower our resistance to diseases and external germs such as virus and bacteria. We receive much of the energy we need from the food we eat and the air we breathe. However, the body, much like an expensive automobile, must be finely tuned if it is to run properly and utilize this energy to the maximum. Apart from the food that we eat, the water that we drink and the air that we breathe, heat as a source of energy for us, heat energy and the akashic energy are also two other invisible sources of energy for us. A person who is having higher amount of this akashic energy will always remain youthful, energetic and immune to diseases. This is the secret of immunity. Where are these energies stored? What are the energy centers of the body? The seven chakras. Muladhara, Swadhisthana, Manipuraha, Anahada, Vishukti, Agna, Sahasrara, Durya. These are the seven chakras that are the seven glands working as energy centers responsible for regulating the flow of energy within the various systems of the body. Let's look at these seven glands in descending order within the body. The pineal gland. This gland directly affects the other glands through its secretions and allows one to communicate on the spiritual level. Intuition, perspicacity, conscience are also associated with this gland only. This is why this gland is sometimes referred to as the, the divine door to 
God. This is pineal gland. This is the Sahasrara gland. The pituitary gland which governs the mind, that is memory, intelligence, wisdom and thought is our Agna Chakra. The thyroid gland which maintains the metabolism of the cells in the body governing the growth and is also associating with the breathing system is our Vishukti Chakra. The thymus which governs the heart and the circulatory system is the Anagata Chakra. The pancreas which helps maintain control over digestion, blood sugar level and body temperature this is the Manipuraha Chakra. The adrenal which supports the functioning of the kidneys, bones and spine and the sexual gland, the prostrate, the testis in the male and the ovaries, uterus, vagina, the breast in the female which are responsible for hormone secretions, sexual energy and response and reproduction. These two glands are connecting to Swadhisthana and Muladhara Chakra. These seven glands may be visualized as vessels which are attached to one another by a series of arteries or tubes. Each vessel, each gland that is, is dependent upon all the others for its supply of liquid, that is the energy. If vessel A, say the sexual glands, is supplied with this fluid energy, this fluid will slowly disperse through the arteries to the remaining six vessels. Similarly, if vessel C, say pancreas, were to be drained excessively of its fluid through a leakage of some kind, each of the other vessels would give up a portion of its supply to re-establish an equilibrium within the system. This is similar to the way energy flows within our bodies. A state of weakness or susceptibility to disease arises when one system or in this case one gland is deprived of energy for some reason. Our task then becomes to re-establish the balanced flow of energy so that we raise the level of energy within our body to its maximum. Balancing the energy to its proper level is the Kaya Kalpa Yoga way to re-establish the immune system. Through this increase of energy, we can then reverse our existing weakness and heal ourselves as well as utilize the higher order of energy to open up our spiritual centers. The sexual glands form the base of the glandular complex. The energy which supports the pineal, pituitary, thyroid, thymus, pancreas and adrenal is generated in the sex organs. When the sexual glands are not kept healthy through the practice of Kaya Kalpa Yoga, the entire body suffers. Many of you are Kundalini Yogis in our Sky Yoga system. What do we do when our body is somewhat ill? Let us say one has got stomach upset or fever. We immediately practice Shanti Meditation. 
Why? Because the sexual gland is the only gland, the muladhara chakra is the only location which converts the spiritual energy into biomagnetic energy, which is the measure of the battery of the body. Think of these sexual glands as the stove. A stove must have fire inside. Without fire, the stove will be useless to mankind because life will terminate when no food is cooked. The sexual hormones or sexual fluids are the body's fire. The words stove and fire provide a good metaphor to show how the process of rebirth works. There is also water. This term, of course, includes all of the body's secretions from the kidneys, bladder, adrenal and sexual glands. It is through water that we are reborn. The sexual organs and kidneys, considered to be sister organs in our Kayakalpa Yoga system, are related to the water element and have a mutual effect on each other. It is through the sexual organs, sexual function and the process called rebirth that you can enter the kingdom of God. In reality, the kingdom of God is not outside of you. It is inside of you. It is within you. You merely have to help it surface. Rebirth is a means of recharging one's battery to raise one's energy level and prevent aging. Aging occurs throughout the course of daily living. Aging occurs when sleep, the regular means of energy elevation, is hindered by insomnia or blockages in the body. Sleep allows the universal energy to penetrate the points of entry and exit, also called the acupuncture points, travel through all the meridians and permeate and recharge every cell. Each and every cell in the body is recharged. This allows you to wake up feeling fresh, wake up refreshed. Sexual intercourse or indulgence in sexual activities deplete the body's energy and cause a great deal of tension. This tension blocks the body's ability to receive energy. Why is it so? Let's take ejaculation as a physiological function of the prostrate gland to analyze and understand the concept. When the male organ is stimulated, the prostrate swells with secretions. These secretions contain nutrients, hormones and vital energy. They constitute the semen or the seminal fluid, which is the substance that serves as carrier for our sperm. Sperm, of course, is produced in the testicles. When the average male ejaculates, he loses about one tablespoon of seminal fluid, semen. According to research, the nutritional value of this amount of semen is equal to one plate of rice, ten eggs, six oranges and two lemons combined. That includes proteins, vitamins, minerals amino acid, etc., etc. 
an ejaculation also represents a great deal of lost vital energy this is demonstrated by how tired a man feels after ejaculation everything goes away from the man energy hormones nutrients even a little bit of his personality is gone it is a great sacrifice for a man such a sacrifice is necessary in order to procreate in order to bear a child in order to prolong your generations it is a divine duty but not for personal pleasure and indulgence the man gives away spiritually mentally emotionally and physically when the prostrate gland swells to its maximum capacity it begins a rapid series of contractions until it shrinks to its normal size these contractions squeeze the secretions from the prostate through the urethra into the male organ and then out of the tip of the male organ this process is called ejaculation orgasm is an outcome of ejaculation why because each time the prostate contracts and relaxes it draws the seminal fluid it also draws sperm from the testicles it is possible for a man to experience as many as 21 contractions since ejaculation is a function of the prostate gland someone with prostate problems may experience only five contractions within an orgasm or even only one if there is a problem in the prostate there will be a problem with ejaculation in a man the sexual glands consist of the prostate and the testicles the male organ the penis itself is not considered part of the sexual glands because it doesn't produce anything it's just a tube it's a tube through which the glandular secretions can pass an instrument to be used for the sake of procreation only the testicles produce the sperm the prostate produces the semen with all its nutrients hormones and vital energy but where does the seminal fluid come out where does the seminal fluid accumulate from from the bone marrow Have you heard that some of the finest treatments for cancer especially blood cancer is bone marrow treatment why because if the bone marrow is healthy then it produces good amount of antibodies resistant to diseases develops immensely in a human body if the bone marrow is of high intensity our swami ji said this bone marrow the marrow within the bone the marrow that is filling the entire brain is nothing but high intensity magnetic fluid it is filled with high intensity magnetic field and when the prostate contracts and secretes this fluid and ejaculates the fluid from the body this entire biomagnetism intense magnetic field is disturbed and the energy is sucked and drawn and thrown out of the body only when the marrow contains intense biomagnetic energy 
every cell in the body every life force particle in the body the ethereal the kundalini energy particle within the body the infinitesimal energy particle within the body is soaked and provided with immunity power that is not easy for a microbe such as a bacteria or a virus to penetrate this is the immunity power this is in fact in our siddhas own words the immunity of the human body so what should a person do to improve the immunity power he must not ejaculate but he must injaculate he must transmute this vital precious energy and take it all the way up to his brain and store it there because once ejaculation is complete all of the seven glands are depleted particularly the sexual glands if you go in this direction moving the energy down through the seven glands and out of the body you are moving in the direction of an animal moving in the direction of all human beings who eventually die however by going in the other direction moving the energy upward through the seven glands in the body you can live an immortal life a divine life for this reason our siddha our modern day siddha yogira shri vedatri maharishi searched and uncovered a way for the man to have even more enjoyable life without ejaculation by retaining and utilizing his own vital energy the same is true in a slightly different form for a woman as well the equivalent of a prostrate gland in a woman is the skin gland so therefore the hormones that form a man the hormones that form a woman are both present in various proportions not in equal proportions in both the bodies a man is therefore a woman a woman is therefore a man only because of certain hormones being developed at certain point of times during the development of the human body that a woman is identified with her organs external appearance as a woman a man is identified with his external organs or the lack of it as a man but inside the life force the myomagnetism the sexual vital fluid the blood the cells the marrow the bone the tissues the muscles the juice all of these have been constructed quite similarly the fundamental structural element for both the bodies is the cell the cell is precisely the same the immunity that is provided for each and every cell is provided in both bodies by the sexual vital fluid so it is therefore important for all of us to maintain the integrity the quality and the intensity of the sexual vital fluid when we maintain the sexual vital fluid in good quality and good intensity the intensity of life force energy that is stored within this battery is maintained in good quality and intensity 
which further results in the biomagnetism within the body being maintained in good quality and intensity when the biomagnetism is maintained in good quality and intensity immunity is developed immunity is maintained very well if you would like to maintain resistance against virus against bacteria against amoeba against all other microbes then you must maintain a good quality of magnetic intensity and that requires you to maintain your kundalini shakti which requires you to maintain your sexual vital fluid there is only one method that can help you achieve this kaya kalpa yoga ashwini mudra separates the vital from the non vital portion of the seminal fluid ojo's breathing recirculates this vital energy and transmutes the sexual energy into spiritual energy high intensity marrow energy in the brain and supplies it harmoniously throughout the body wal khavala modern thank you very much for being there thank you very much for your inspiration may our guru and the almighty force shower you all with good health long life enough wealth peace prosperity fame and wisdom wal khavala modern be blessed by the divine